Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dan, it's the Hot Stove Show, and it's presented by Mattress Direct, and today we are doing everything on our own. Our uh, guy from ESPN West Palm Beach is at the Honda Classic, and so we are producing, we are directing, we are hosting. It takes us back to our the very beginnings of our career, low so many years ago. Well, it feels good. It, it, <laughs> it, uh, it feels great. It's good to be with you. Designer uh, studios are wonderful. Look at them. Well, I mean, this is about as nice as it gets. It is. It um, is. Considering where we came from and the humble beginnings of South St. Louis, I would have thought a couple of St. Gabriel guys would come together like this and and uh, mature like this and be uh, the best of friends oh coming together. And hello, friends. Hello, friends. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, we're going to... By the way, is uh, uh, Hello, Friends going to be here this weekend? I don't know if this is a CBS or if this is an NBC. I, I don't know. But my goodness, <laughs> have you ever? Uh, I would imagine you've crossed paths with uh, Jim Nance. You've had to have in your career. No, he is one I have not. Really, I, I would love to have crossed uh, crossed paths with him, uh, with him, <laughs> <laughs> with him. And uh, but no, I have not had the chance or the pleasure. I I think he is uh, unbelievable golf. I, I love him. Oh yeah, I, mean, I love him at everything. But I think at golf, he's there's to me there would be nothing. Um, I don't know. It'd be different, I guess, is the is the best word. I mean, of course, you would tune in to watch the Masters. You know, I'm a huge sports fan, as you are. Um, but there are certain things in certain sporting events that you you tune in and you're like, ah, that's the this, voice that makes yeah, you feel like oh, that's this event because of this. And to me, the Masters is. Jim Nance. Did you happen to, and I figure there's about a 5% chance of this, with mm. how much work I know you do every day, and God almighty, fans have no idea that. what Dan McLaughlin does every day. If there's another that. broadcaster who's a play-by-play guy, <laughs> in any sport, actually, once you get to the major league level, uh, who works as hard as you, for real, I say this. I appreciate that. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's the truth. I'm in awe of it, actually. But if you had the time, I mean, stupidity. But whatever, <laughs> would you do it for certain? David Faraday's show, which I love. I oh, know, I love it. Yeah, he had couples on, and Jim Nance was couples uh, this week. He had, and Jim oh, Nance did he was really? couples roommate in Houston. Did you know? That? Oh, I, actually, I did know. Yeah, that. yeah, and I so did know spend that. some time on Hello Friends. Really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, really? and then was it pretty to, good? And the, yeah, yeah, it was great. Have you it's seen two parter? Actually, they're going two parts. Did you see the the thing on Twitter where? Um, and I, I don't know if it's on YouTube or Twitter or something like that, but at Nance's home, he's got the, the music from the Masters playing, and he built the... Uh, oh, he's got like a little, yeah, he's got like a little golf mini thing going. Yeah, a little par three. Right, where, right. And then he looks back, and he's 
and I, I can't remember who he's got. It might be describing himself or something like that. He's like, and here's Nan, son, whatever it is, 17. And he looks over, and the wind is just blowing left to right, 158 on the par three, and the beautiful crowd here at number 17. And you, and you can hear the, hear the voice? And, he, and the, mu- the music oh, is playing. <laughs> puts me in a good place. That music puts me in a wonderful place. Goosebumps! I see the goosebumps. goosebumps. You're already we're only five, six weeks away from the Masters here. I love the Masters. Where we are at PGA National, they have a PGA Tour event. That's what Dan was making reference yeah. to as to whether or not. I don't know if it's a CBS or if it's an NBC. Um, has Ricky Fowler made his annual pilgrimage to the Cardinal Spring Training Camp? No, but um, Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson because he's friends yeah. with Wainwright. Right. So Zach did. Okay. Yeah. Zach was there. Um, I didn't see him, but I just saw it on Twitter. Yeah, I saw yeah. a picture of him there. Uh, yeah. This week, uh, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, the three Bruce top had a, uh, interesting picture. I said, um, probably not going to be the walls of uh, certain <laughs> country clubs, but right. an interesting picture. Yeah, it was of, uh, a nice picture. <laughs> Bruce and his girlfriend, I think, on a nice getaway. Yeah, Mr. Kepka is enjoying his afternoon, as he is one to do. I think he enjoys himself in South Florida. Uh, Tim, you really need to cross legs toward Dan, not away. Don't be shy, boy. Dan, that's a little taste of what you get in the Triad Bank <laughs> viewer chat line, which I strategically keep as far away from you as possible I, I like it. because you never know what's going to wind up being in there. But we welcome you yeah. to participate, whether you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> or on YouTube. Whatever questions are welcome here, Dan and I from Jupiter, Florida. Uh, Dan will be on the call of a game, and I don't know, where, where am I going to be able to find that on Saturday? Oh, that would be on Fox Sports Midwest. That's right. And Thank the you. Fox Sports Go app. Yes. Oh, I, nice add-on. I, well, because that's how I watch. we got to get you on the payroll. I'd be more than happy to. Well, well, sure we, all, we all enjoy a variety of revenue streams in this industry. Uh, let's see. So, anyway, uh, a variety of topics to get to. Um, here in the Hot Stove Show. It's presented by Mattress Direct. They're online at stlmattress.com. We have the spring training giveaway courtesy of Mattress Direct last week, and we appreciate Mattress Direct's support of this program. Support the local guys if you're in the market for a mattress. They're online at stlmattress.com. Mattress Direct is the name of the company, and we're big fans of theirs because they make our broadcast from spring training possible. Pat McCurran and his staff at Mattress Direct. One of the reasons why the other places cost so much money is because they have all kinds of fees because they're going from chain to chain and place to place. Well, Mattress Direct has quality and cuts the cost because it's right there for you locally. That's the name of the game, stlmattress.com. It's Mattress Direct, the presenting sponsor of this presentation in Jupiter, Florida. So questions coming in. People still (laughs) concerned, understandably, about the Cardinal pitching, although... uh, Adam Wainwright looked good on Tuesday. Uh, I was talking with Chris Ravey, who you can catch on. He does the Blues previews on Scoops with Danny You Matt. know my, my previews and my stuff better than I do. I appreciate that. Well, it's always important to cross-promote. Always Thank be you. cross-promoting. That's Thank what you. I say. And I he had the caller in KMOX. Uh, did a great Kyle job, McCullough. too. I listened to your Fowler uh, interview. I loved it. Thank you so much, sir. It's I good. appreciate that. Um, because Dexter is... Yeah, I don't know if guarded is the right word or... Because I don't think that is the right word. I mean, I've been around Dexter, and he's great around me. I, I don't know if he's guarded around certain people or just doesn't want to talk or... Because he's not like that. I, I mean, yeah. I, I've been around him when he's just... He's always smiling. He's always cordial. 
Um, every time I've been around him, he's been great. So I, I, I don't like to say that because it's not the right way to describe him. Um, sometimes he can be short with his answers, um, but that doesn't mean that he's not being, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Uh, friendly? friendly? Yeah. Always been great. He, so he couldn't have been friendlier there, and I think so much of that was. So you did a great job. Well, thank you. I appreciate say. it. But that's because Edmonds vouched for me in well, advance. Yeah, but you got it in an interview. You got to make the guy feel comfortable, mm-hmm. whether Jimmy's there or not. I thought you did a really good I, job. I, I appreciate that. My theory. This is a straight theory, and I'm curious what you think about it. With because because over the course of the five months we've been doing this show, starting in November, yes, yeah, four months. The topics that we've been asked about most... Harper. Harper, without question. Yeah. A number one, which is fine. I'm curious about it, too. Uh, certainly a little tired of it also, but at the beginning of the offseason, curious about it. And I honestly think Fowler was two and Goldschmidt was three. Mm-hmm. And my theory on Fowler was, and I don't know this, so this is a straight theory, and my opinions are only my opinions and not the opinion of Dan McLaughlin or anyone else. So I want to be clear on that. Let's make saying. sure, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's underline sure that. But my theory is he may have asked his teammate who was in St. Louis, Jason Hayward, about the Cardinals, and maybe Hayward didn't have the greatest thing. Not that he said negative things. I don't know. And I, I give you some answers on this. Go ahead. All right, good. This, no, is, go this, is, this is we've never discussed yeah. this off air on it. And then he got together with uh, Ozzie Smith and uh, Willie McGee leading into his first camp. I think that is accurate. We discussed that in the podcast. And, you know, to get his vibe on St. Louis. And he was going to be who he is, uh, you know, who he was with the Cubs here. And then he was asked by Mark Saxon of The Athletic about... No, we did talk about this. Yeah. And, and then I yeah. think that that answer that from a part of the Cardinal fan base upset some people, even though he was just talking about his family, made him go, oh, my God. And then he kind of went into a shell. And so publicly in St. Louis, I don't think we've necessarily seen the guy mm. who... They saw in Chicago. There is my theory. Blow it up or no. piece it apart. What do you got? What do you got? Do you I got? don't agree. All right, good. This no, good. I, I don't agree. I think that would have happened anywhere if he came out. In this political climate that we're in, I think that would have happened maybe anywhere. Because no matter what you say, that's going to get blown out, right? Social media, it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So no matter what stand you take, it's going to get hammered one way or another, correct? You agree with that oh, part? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think there was a disconnect between the manager and Dexter. Would you agree with oh, that? Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm, I'm in February of 17. I know. Okay. No, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like this. Whoa. I like this. Ho. Ho. That could be a new bit on that <laughs> show. It's so, time for trying Banks. Now you hold yourself. Yeah, you hold yourself. Now, what I'm saying is, um, that may have been part of it, okay? So, what I'm thinking is that those two get, didn't get along, okay? So, yeah, maybe... When do you think that started? Well, I, I think... That's a good question. I, I think Mike was very straightforward in his approach as being a manager. And I don't say, think that that was right. I don't think that that was wrong. I think that was the way that Mike Matheny wanted to manage. And sometimes it works with certain players and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and again, I'm not blaming Mike Matheny. So I don't, I don't want to get people out there the wrong impression. And when you're winning, who cares? Right. When you win, you win. It's kind of like, you know, we got a lot of theme nights and bobbleheads and things of that nature. 
And I think that's great. And that's going to bring people to the ballpark. But what I always say, winning is going to bring people to the ballpark no matter what. Um, but when you lose, warts are shown. And for whatever reason, I don't, those two just didn't connect. I mean, there, there's no other way to put it. They just didn't connect. So when you have February of 17, I guess is what you're talking about, right? right? So you have that issue. Then you have kind of a disconnect between, I think, Mike and Dexter. And I, you know, I, I just believe that. I think that that was something there. Let's throw that out there. Then you hit 180. That's a problem. I think all those things, Tim, I, I don't think it was just one thing. Oh, I don't either. I, what I'm, what I'm saying regarding him with interviews specifically. Oh, okay. okay. That's what I'm saying. That, and, oh, and, I, and I agree with you that it would um, be... That that made so I you think, got a little gun shy, you mean of, of being candid because the question was about not not about so what do you think of President Trump? It's like hey, your wife's yeah, yeah Iranian. I, 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 but you get a little gun shy and with it's that. Like, yeah, I gave an honest answer and it wasn't really controversial. I was answering about I wasn't saying I disagree. With the and then you're thinking about the climate of our city and things of that nature. Yeah, so that's 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 how I tie it together because I do think he has a, a, quite a personality. Actually, as we talked about him getting into broadcasting after he's done playing. Well, I, and I don't think we've let's, seen. Let's that. hold on now. No, 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 no. Sponsored by Triad Bank. If somebody wants to do the ho, give us a call. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a call. Just give us a call. You know where to find us. You know where to find us. Dan will be in the booth on Saturday on Fox Sports Midwest, which also can be found on Fox Sports Go App. That's where I'll Get a hold of Tim and we'll get him on the payroll too. <laughs> That's right. Now, on the, the ho. Now, I interrupt you with a ho. I like it though. I, like I, I don't want to mean to interrupt. No, but it's, it's a little gentler than what Skip and Shannon are doing. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I got to be careful there. Yeah, that's a different. That's no matter what I say, I can get you in a trouble. I just need to. I just need to shut up. Just go ahead with. Oh, they're, they're in the family. Yeah, they are. In the they're family. in the family. Um, but don't you think though it all ties in a little bit because, and, and maybe not. But I mean, if, if he comes out and says it wherever he's at, he's still going to get hammered yes, for something like that. I agree. That. Right? Sure. Of course. I mean, no matter some, what, some places more than others. But my, again, my premise isn't necessarily the content of what he said so much as he saw something that I don't think he thought had anything to do with a political commentary be portrayed by a portion. I mean, like, a, I don't want to say a sliver, but maybe like 5% of the fan base one way. And then he started doing the Twitter giveaway for people who were being nice to him, if you remember, for right. a few months. And then he is, he's still on Twitter, but he doesn't tweet. Um, and I think that just, I think it made him... Gun shy, and even even as he started off last year terribly, and he, yeah. and he had the thing with "I'm going to get a hit today, I'm going to get a hit today, right. I'm going to get a hit today." So he's still having fun. Yeah, and then after like a month or two of it combined, most likely, although I don't know, with what was going on with Mike Matheny behind the scenes, that's where he just kind of totally went into the shell. Well, I, I can tell you this on a let's to advance the story. Mm -hmm. I can tell you Mike Schilt this offseason went out and connected with Dexter Fowler. I mean, he did his research on those that have had success with Dexter and connecting with him as a player, as a human being, all those things. What do you think he found out in that that diligence? That's a good question. Um you know, Dexter kind of goes by the beat of his own drummer in a way. Because um, Dexter compared Schilt to Madden when we did our interview. Did he really? Yeah. Um, and he said, I love them both. It's just Joe's a hippie, but it's fun, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, baseball's kind of cool in, in that you really find out over the course of seven months who people really are away from the field. You know, because it's such a game of failure, man. I mean, you find out what makes people tick, don't you? I mean, and and yeah. as, and guys get to the, as you're finding out. And I was with 
the clubhouse guys last night of the Cardinals, um, I was at the ballpark really late. I say late. I mean, you know, most fans realize the game ends at St. Louis time, let's say 2.30. The clubhouse guys were still there at 8 o'clock, 8.30 yeah. last night, and they're back at the clubhouse at 6 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and it's rinse and repeat. Those guys, man, they work really hard, and it's Mark Walsh and, um, and his crew, and I, I mean... <laughs> They've been doing this for a long time, oh, yeah. and so what I uh, what I was gonna the point I was gonna make is that like Dexter Fowler does a lot of his working out at home, and Mike Schilt was like, okay, don't necessarily like it. I don't have to love it, but hey, Dex, you're you we know you're doing your stuff because we do the tests here, we do the tests throughout <clears throat> the season to know that you're in shape. I mean, just he's an in shape guy. We know that, you know. Do I necessarily love it? Probably not, but you know, hey, here's though, I'll give you that chip, um, but here's one of my chips that I wanna cash in with you. You do something for me. Huh. And Dex is like, okay. And then Mike's, and then Dex said, well, here's something I kinda was thinking about, you know, can you work with me on this? Yeah. And Mike would say, here's one of my chips. Okay, now we have an understanding. You know, it's a give and take yeah. thing. You know, you find out about guys, you know, and that's something that's very, very important, I think, over the course of finding out about human beings. How can I relate to you to get the most out of you? Yeah. You know, and, and I think Mike is, Mike Schill is tremendous about that. I'll give you a, good, a very just quick story about what makes Mike Schill Mike Schill. And um, I was talking, and I know you went to dinner with Barry Weinberg. Barry Weinberg um, told me, and a longtime trainer for fans that don't know, and going back to like the early 70s, and I didn't realize that. With the Yankees and Billy yeah. Martin and, you know, Tony La Russa and, and, you know, many great people that he's been around. And, and as you know, Tony will take you on great dinners with many great people, and whether they're in sports or out of sports, but these wonderful men and women of prominence. Yeah. And um, But Barry said Mike Schilt is, reminds him of the greats that he's been around because he yearns to learn. And when you go out with Tony, and I've been out with Tony, um, where uh, I always go on these tangents of stories and I get lost. But I like I, it. I like it. I'm in, I'm, I'm in I, there. I remember when they acquired um, uh, Matt Holiday, and I was at dinner in Philly. So with, July 09. Yeah, I think we were in Philly. I'm almost positive we were, or going to Philly. And um, I'm at dinner with Tony LaRussa, and we're just talking, and I, a few other people, and the whole time he's writing on a napkin and whether or not the napkin was one that you were supposed to return or not it, you know it could have been a, a one of those i napkins. love this story but because i heard what i had no idea he did that yeah you do have goosebumps I, you're not lying this time i'm a baseball geek man oh look and you really do oh i always i do. just heard this story for the first time from barry that you're making reference to that Linus. that's what tony would do that he would actually, and I thought he was kind of like being no, he writes sarcastic, but he does, and he says that I know where you're going with this. That Schilt does the same thing, and and if you say something to Mike, I was at dinner with Mike Schilt, and um, and I've seen him do this other times where if you get in a conversation and something clicks, right, writes it down, and I think that's so smart. And he talked about Belichick and Parcells and different great coaches and how they do that. Yes. And so these guys have a yearning to learn. And the story I was originally going to tell, talk about was that one of the first days of the media, might have been the first day, um, and I'm going to mess up why he does it, but he learned from George Kissel 
if, if people are trying to talk to you, you don't want them to, uh, and if there's media people here, they're going to go, that are watching, they're going to go, Danny totally screwed up the story. But he looked at where the sun was, yes. and you don't want them to yes. be squinting and right. looking in the sun if they've taken the time to talk to you. So he actually positioned himself to where he was in the sun so that they wouldn't be squinting and fighting in the sun to look at him. Yep. Schilt told that story like two weeks ago. And I he said he heard it directly from George Kissel. From George Kissel. And it's just little. Yes. But man, does it mean a lot. I'm telling you. And I, and I say this, and you're around him. Yeah, I still actually just, have not met Mike Schilt. Oh, take uh, the time to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly looking lessons. forward to <laughs> But I, I say, I've said it on TMA, and I'll say it here, and I know you think very highly of him, but so many people, I haven't heard, inevitably it's going to happen, but I haven't heard a negative, like a, the slightest thing, I mean, for real. And it's, and it's, and this isn't just like, take your pick of like media guy who likes that he was nice to him and remembered his name. Oh no, I've seen him get this the ass is, a couple of times too, so I get out of the way too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, know. it's like, but it, but it's, you know, whether it's former players or, or Barry, Barry Weinberg now, right. the role he is in working for Gary LaRock. Or Jim Edmonds, who's Jim now Edmonds, learning more certainly, about it. Absolutely, yeah. or poor Dexter Fowler. I mean, it is something else, and so, from that standpoint, I would imagine almost everybody watching this program wants the Cardinals to be successful this year. And I think it would be a great thing for the organization if somebody who is as cognizant of the relationship between the fans and the media being the conduit between the organization and the fans having success, I think that would really help an organization that already is story, but help maybe restore that that hasn't been there. I also think it's great that, and I've tried to do this, and I hope fans see this, but, you know, when he got the job last year, I was excited. Now, I've known Mike a long time, mm -hmm. and I've tried to explain that to him, but um, he is a tie to the past. And we talk a lot about, you know, maybe it gets overused, I don't know, but there's truth to it, too. The Cardinal way, and that's George Kissel, uh, Dave Ricketts, Tony LaRusso, Whitey, you know, and he has great respect for that, and he's learned from that, and he wants to get back to that, meaning the Cardinal way of playing fundamentally sound, exciting baseball, and, and he said something really interesting to me. He said, you know, um, I had said in a, a function we did, I said, man, Mike, it was fun to watch the game again in August. I said, because you're winning. I mean, that's fun. But the style of baseball, yeah, style. you know, he said, well, we were running and we were aggressive and all those things because we were getting on base. That, that was it. And we saw tells of other teams that allowed us to, um, to, to, to do those things, to run and hit and run and all that stuff. He said, but, you know, we also, and I found this incredible, I couldn't believe he said this, being a baseball guy, he said, we have to remember we're in the entertainment business. You know, we're supposed, people are buying tickets to go to the game to be entertained. And he said, I find it as a fan of the game that it's fun to watch that style of, of, of play. It's entertaining. So I'm trying to entertain our fans to come back and watch again. Yeah. I thought, Wow, yeah. you know, I mean, this is a guy actually talking about entertaining fans, you know. So he said, "Yeah, am I trying to win the game? Of course. Am I trying to get in the playoffs and win divisions and championships? Yeah." He said, "But never forget, we're still trying to put fannies in the seats to entertain people." Yeah. And I thought, man, if this guy doesn't get it, who does? Right. Well, that, that, that takes me back in the same time period as you, the '80s, 
that was the funnest. Even in years where they weren't good, you were entertained right. by watching those guys run. That's you right. Know, I loved that. I, that, that. So I'm, I'm, I'm especially fired up for this season because you're going to see Goldschmidt. You're going to see a lot of young pitchers probably as well. Some might be thrust into the rotation here sooner than we may have expected. But uh, I'm anxious to see what Mike Schultz does for a full season. And we should. I know you're going to get some questions. We should say that uh, I was talking to the Cardinals um, some of the folks that are affiliated with the, the ticket office and whatnot, and they've seen a, a real good jump in how they measure the interest. They can look at levels of tickets and certain things that they do, and uh, the tickets sold have, have been really good. So they, they feel that there's a buzz, whether it's Goldschmidt and Miller, and while the rest of the league was kind of stagnant until recently right. with Machado and Arenado and, you know, Cardinals with Michaelis, but you know, the Cardinals did go out and make moves, and I think Schilt is a factor, too. I think fans appreciate how he's gone about his business, um, and they're seeing that there's a, a groundswell of, of excitement about the year. So that's that's good to see. You are welcome to ask your questions. Dan and I are here to uh, – what's going on? Oh, you want to lean over and see what the word is in the questions? It's the Triad Bank viewer chat line. What am I doing when I, when I press – I'm pressing the iPad to pull up mm-hmm. the Triad Bank logo for the people who are mm-hmm. wondering – just what it is that I'm doing. They are the sponsor of our viewer chat line. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Twitter, if you're watching on YouTube, ask whatever questions you have. Dan and I will be more than happy to answer them. Uh, And then if you miss the program at all, you can go back and uh, podcast on Scoops with Danny Mac or the Tim McKernan Show available. That's correct. Wherever it is that you may podcast, feel free to uh, to participate in the fun. Well, I got something I want to dive into. What, what, uh, so Triad Bank is the sponsor. They're online at oh, triadbanking.com. You know Jim Regna. I love him. You know Tom Ancy. We had lunch with those gentlemen. Yes. Great people. Jim texted me the other day. He said, what did he have to say? He just said, good luck on the season. Excited. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. And uh, loves the show. God so, bless America. You can't you ask for much more. Jim Regna, the bank CEO, St. Louis Guys, Commercial Banking. Uh, Jim Regna, they at Triad Bank are online at triadbanking.com. Dan and I are customers. We recommend you are customers as well. What did you want to uh, oh, dive into? Oh, sir, right in the middle of the wall. Oh, I, didn't. I, see, I didn't look. I was looking at the but Triad Bank viewer chat line. I'll dive right in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Hudson, great yesterday. Yeah. Gomber, great yesterday. Competition, really good. And now clarity a little bit, knowing that Martinez for sure, not on the opening day roster. So... You know, we talked about it the other day with um, with Hudson. You know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about it. He's your sixth, seventh inning guy because he gets that, that ground ball. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, guy gets on, what's he get? Ground ball. And But, man, the, the resume, Tim, is so good as a starter. Um, he looks good as a starter. Mm-hmm. Gomber looks good as a starter. Wayno was good the other day. Um, I like the rotation. And then... You know, if somebody doesn't make the rotation, then they're in the bullpen. I, I just I like their pitching right now, the way it's going about it. They're going to have tough decisions to make, and then the the potential, you know, guy that is You're going X Factor, Alex Rose. You you bet, and I mean, I like it. I, I just like the way things are, are shaping up in, in in that part of the Cardinals. Again, we're not even in March until tomorrow, but. Right now, um, it's it's exciting what p- the potential, the rotation, and the bullpen, um, the way it looks right now for the Cardinals. It really does. We had one of our uh, questions here at the, the outset of the show was asking about Keiko, of course, uh, specifically if the Brewers 
were to get him, does that make the Cardinals more apt to get in on there? I just don't think they're in on any starting pitching. And actually, I never thought that they would or should be. I realize a lot of people think that now that, that Carlos Martinez is down. I actually truly don't view it that way. I am more in the corner outfield department uh, where I keep my eye on things, and I'd love to see an acquisition. How do you feel about why? Michael, the Brewers? Whoa, whoa, hold on. Why do you want a corner outfielder? Well, I wonder about Ozuna. Uh, I realize they can't do anything about that situation, but I wonder about Ozuna. I wonder about uh, a combination of him showing up 20, 25 pounds heavier than he finished the season. I wonder about it's a just course. a great weight training off off season. <laughs> Is that what it was? Twenty five pounds of muscle. All right, that's what it was. And then then the, then the throwing issue. Now now let's talk about that. Okay, the throwing issue concerns me. Okay, I'm concerned. Okay, you are concerned. Well, 28. So we got 28 days to opening day. Tick tock. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, if we get two weeks from now and he's not, and there's been no progress on that, yeah, that's a concern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I'm concerned. The uh, because then it becomes a strategy thing and what you do late late in innings. Yeah. You know now he's you're taking his bat out of the lineup late in games. You yeah. Don't do that. that was the Matheny Matt Holiday phenomenon that we saw and people didn't really enjoy. Now I'm not concerned about his bat. I I've been watching him hit. I now these are my eyes watching. Um, I'll I'll let it progress another week and then say I'll go ask more of the experts and say okay am I seeing what I'm but when I've watched him hit. I like it. Great show. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a little bit better. Now, maybe I'm seeing something wrong, but to me, he looks better at the plate. Um, more fluid, just not as, you know, especially on off-speed pitches. That's when I thought you could get him when he was susceptible because if you're off-speed, you're off-balance, and then it's, eh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with that right. shoulder. That, to me, looks more fluid. Now, I could be wrong, but that, that looks better. Um the throwing, I have not seen him in game action because he's been a DH, so it's not like you've had to right. see him be tested. Um, so that's where I'm at on Ozuna. On yeah. Ozuna. So I, I just, you know, I, I don't think there's any interest in Keigel. Uh, I'd be surprised if there were, and I, and I have to say, I get that one, but I think a lot of, and I don't know, you never know because it's vocal. But I feel like a lot of the fan base, especially once Carlos Martinez went down, was like, okay, got to go get Keigel now. And I just don't think that's where the Cardinals are. And on that one, I'm I'm with them on that. And that's based on the depth and the starting rotation. I just don't know the numbers. And I think they feel covered depth-wise right now. Now, if they didn't feel that they were covered depth-wise with what they have, I think you'd go ahead and do it. Right. Um, I think they feel covered, though, especially with Gann out of options. And that's somebody we never talk about. Um, and kind of goes as the unsung hero last year of that staff. Um, and with Gomber emerging, Hudson emerging last year, the fact that you have Gant, um, those are things that, uh, that probably need to be talked about um, more often going forward. I mean, would you love to add a guy like Heichel? Certainly. Um, but again, I don't know what he's asking. Don't know the numbers. If it's a short-term thing. You might want to look at it, but I also think the Cardinals on a short-term deal, like let's say it was a one-year, and I don't think it'll be a one-year, but I mean, I'm just saying, if it was, they got burned last year with the Holland thing. You know, now it's catch-up time. Position player, different deal. Pitcher, you know, you get caught. That's where you can get hurt. Hey, we are in the Design Air Heating and Cooling Studios. They're online at designairservice.com. Seth Goldcamp and his family have been to... 
uh, our homes, Dan and mine, and we are very loyal clients. They have been doing it since 1904. They're the number one train dealer in the Midwest. They sponsor our studios when we are in Jupiter, Florida. Make sure that when the time comes to get your furnace checked or when it warms up for your air conditioning, you go to Design Air Heating and Cooling, designairservice.com, the number one train dealer in the Midwest. Uh, what about this one here, Dan? Any chance the Cardinals look at Kimbrel? feel like he really not only helps the pen, but also helps the rotation by oh lengthening the bullpen. I can't I wait for the Harper thing to end for so many reasons. One of them is so the attention will then be turned to, yeah, what about this guy who's one of the best closers in baseball? Wouldn't that be awesome? awesome? Yeah. What do you, oh. I don't, and I, I'm not even sure, and I'm sure it's out there, and I know you read like crazy about it, yeah. um, where he's even being talked about as a potential landing spot. I don't know. I mean, it's been quiet with him, yeah. and you know, I was reading uh, a thing the other day. Well, first of all, he was asking for $100 million, if you believe that. Then it dropped out. Um, we talked about it the other day. The one inning closer. What is the market now for the one inning closer in baseball? Mm -hmm. What is it? I, it's changing. It's changed the market so is changing now. Um, and the market is changing for those guys, the prototypical closers for fans that think about those guys. The Andrew Miller types are becoming more and more of the, the guys that you look at, the two inning guys, the more versatile guys. Um, and it was interesting what Mo said the other day when I asked him about Andrew Miller and, and talking about the lefty of the bullpen. Um, and he said, I, I almost take Andrew Miller, even though he's left-handed, I kind of put him here. He said, because he's, yeah. he gets lefties and righties, you know? So then you have these other lefties and Shreve and Cecil and Gomber, if he's in the bullpen and, and, um, and Lane and, and these other guys. It was really interesting. But if you were to sign Kimball, Let's just throw it out there for argument's sake. Let's just think about that bullpen oh, and God. how you would shorten games and dominate yeah. games. It would be unbelievable, nuts, man. Hicks, Miller, uh, maybe Carlos right. Martinez eventually, um, and who knows who else. I mean, you would be one of the most dominant bullpens in the game right now. And that's why I wonder if oh, yeah. with the market falling back, that maybe that's something that they would look at. I don't know. I mean, it's it's it's. Craig Kimbrell, for his talent today, for the amount of attention Machado and Harper have gotten, Kimbrell has been the exact opposite considering the talent level. Yeah. You know, and I realize he's not getting a 10-year deal, nor is he ever talking about a 10-year deal, but you did say, you know, nine-figure deal. That's what they're yeah. seeking. Uh, so once the Harper thing ends, I would imagine the attention then will shift to Kimbrell. And people go, yeah, yeah what's funny. going on? He closed out the World Series, or he was the closer for the World Series champion team. Where is he? And he's, he's had a Hall of Fame career, too. I yeah. mean, his, his, he was so dominant last year. I think it was Peter Gammons I was reading. Um, if you looked at his, his season last year, it is one of the most dominant years in the history of a reliever ever. Wow. Ever. Wow. It was, a, it was an incredible year that yeah, he had. He's out here as we close out the month of... Uh, well, the other thing I was going to say, it's not, it, it almost gets to the point where we as fans and in the media talk about the numbers and the years. We really don't need to be talking to those people. We need an analytics guy to be the one that needs to be sitting right here. Yeah. That's who you need to be talking to yeah. and saying, what do you as an analytics person project? Because that's what every team is doing. Every team now, the Orioles were probably the last team in baseball to get on the analytics bus and say, okay, what do you guys, you know, with closers and with a middle reliever guy and with a starter and age and, you know, wear and tear and velocity and spin rate, 
<clears throat> and and even you know position players, all that stuff. What do you look at now with a guy like Kimbrel? What do you look at with Kimbrel? right this guy? And then crunch the numbers, and that's what you get. Yeah. That's the, seriously. That's, that's what that's you get. That's legitimately where it is. Yes. And I, I truly. Be we all throw the that. numbers out and say, "Well, that's the comp, and that guy's the comp." Well, okay, but what yeah, are you projecting? Kind of, though, what are you, what are you projecting? Because that's what they're basing right. everything on. That's a uh, that's that's where it is, and that's where you would find out where people are thinking for these guys who are still out there. Well, that closes out another edition. Of the Hot Stove Show. It's presented by Mattress Direct Online at stlmattress.com. You look great, by the way. The, the Do it. You like the all black? You like the all black? Yeah, I, look, I mean, I, I think you're going to be a little hot today. Yeah. I don't need to rub it back in. All my kids are off of school. I know my wife is really excited, probably tuned in to the show right now. And gathered the kids <laughs> I think she's around. the one who asked about Keikel. She probably did. She has no idea who Keikel is. Um, she hasn't tuned into a a baseball game. Is that right? Oh, there's no way. That's not true. That's not real. Okay, it's true. I believe you now. I believe you. There's a pretty you just good came chance. Back over the top. You just came back over the top with that raise. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to fold. Yeah, just leave it at <laughs> Just that. leave it there. Take she the may pot. not know what Fox Sports Go is. I don't want to be... Well, I'm on it. I know you are. I'm on it. I'm all over it. Yes. I'm lying in bed with the phone. Hey, uh, we'll be back next week for more Hot Stove Show presented by Mattress Direct. Thank you, everybody, for watching the fun and games. And if you missed it, it's up on Scoops with Danny Mack and the Tim McKernan Show.